This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy Thursday, everybody! Pew, pew. Yes, we are sailing into the back half of the week on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer over there. Hi. I did have some ham for lunch. Thank oh, you. Oh, good. Was it a sliced ham no, or a ham it steak? Was, you know what it was? Ham salad. I, oh, I could go for a ham salad. You know salad what they sandwich. served down in the cafeteria today? Hamalicious. It was a ham, gouda, and arugula wrap with Ooh. a Dijon. And it was TDF. To die for. That's gonna... It, it's sitting great. Thanks for asking. Oh, uh, just, it was delicious. Sounds good, but I, I think I'd need a nap. Oh, no, I no, no. some Gouda. I'm good. It's real Gouda. Uh, but that's not why we're here. Uh, we're here, actually, I'm so antsy to talk about this because oh, ever since yesterday, when we found out that there is an expose on Wendy Williams' final days in the Wendy Williams show, I've actively tried to stay away from the story because Bradley I knew you were going to bring all the details. Yeah, so uh there is a story currently in the Hollywood Reporter that a uh well um purports to go behind the scenes inside the final days of the Wendy Williams show. For 12 years she was one of daytime's most beloved and beloved personalities. Now then she was gone, replaced by a string of guest hosts and missed tabloid rumors. Apparently words are not going to come out of me this I mean, it's afternoon. Thursday. We're, we're you know, but I uh, read this down. article. It's pretty lengthy uh, in The Hollywood Reporter. And here is the takeaway. You will not be surprised by any of this, although you will be fascinated by all of this. Mm. Meaning, if you've been paying attention now for the casual observer who knows nothing about the Wendy Williams or maybe just kind of knows like the story roughly. You will find a lot. of This will fill in a lot of the details for you. For those of you on Team Cobra in the Cobra gang who've been paying attention closely to our report to the report for the last, oh gosh, two years, Mm, at least, if not more, this is going to be a lot of the same territory, a lot of the same ground that we've already covered, but I just want to paint a little bit of a picture for you. Okay. So here, let me set the scene, because I thought this was just a nice way. Like, you can tell, like, an actual reporter is writing this. Lacey Rose, I don't know her, but kudos, ma'am. On the morning of September 30th, 2021, two television executives make their way to Wendy Williams' apartment in downtown Manhattan. Now, remember, morning of uh, September 30th, 2021, we're starting to wonder what's going on with Wendy Williams. Anyway. As the longtime producers of The Wendy Williams Show, Debmar Mercury co-presidents Mort Marcus and Ira Bernstein were trying to assuage the fears of the talk show's 100-person staff, who they knew were reading about Williams' health struggles in the press. Already, the promotional tour that she'd scheduled for the 13th season had been scuttled 
and its official September 20th start date was pushed back. The plans to have Williams piped in via Zoom to the show's studio in New York City's Chelsea neighborhood. I didn't know that that was filmed in Chelsea. Kind of Mm, awesome. mm -hmm. Anderson Cooper's right down the street. Quote, because the staff had questions, says her then manager, Bernie Young, whose job had morphed into liaising Williams tests and doctor visits. So the idea was, look, they haven't seen you or spoken to you. So let's do this for the staff and let everybody know where things are. Then what continues is a description of that experience. So they basically, you know, I don't know. I think about things around here, right? When I'm, we're not a television show. No. But we're a media company. And like, you can imagine if something was going on with us, like one of us, Mm -hmm. right? That like Dan and Amy would be be bopping over to our house at some point. Like, we just, we need to know you are okay. We're just got to put eyes on you and check in on this. And your team needs to know, Holly needs to know. <laughs> Let's just assume it's it's Colleen and I. Oh, so both of us? So as to not, you know, cast any. That's a good idea. Yeah, so um, not like either of us. Of the two of us, us I was going to say it would probably be more likely me. I, who knows? I don't know why you say that, but but whatever. All I'm saying is like, it, I just, I thought of this experience. So you've got like Amy and Dan showing up at my door, our door to find out what's going on because Holly and, you know, the rest of the staff want to know that everything's okay. So they hooked up like a meeting. They were going to do this meeting like a Zoom. So like everybody back at Debmar Mercury, the studio is like watching to see this meeting and you got like Amy and Dan who are going to like be like, see, here's Wendy and she's okay. And you guys were good because we pushed everything back because there's been some health issues and we know all that, but let's do this. They literally shut the zoom meeting down within like 30 seconds wow. because it's clear that it's not, maybe things not 30 aren't seconds, good. but pretty quickly it's very clear that Wendy, despite protestations to the contrary, is not okay. Oof. And what follows is a very lengthy journey through what gets us to the point at which they remove her from the show. And what I will say is, and then I look forward to your questions. You will not be surprised by any uh, any of it, again, if you've been paying attention. If you haven't been paying attention, and really just everybody's going to feel tremendously sad. But also, like, I think the lesson here is when you see something happening, don't wait thinking that it's going to get better. Mm. Plan for, you know, what do they say? Prepare for the worst, plan for the, like, hope for the best, hope plan, for the best for the plan for the worst. Yeah, yeah um, and, and that's what they should have done. And they should have pulled the trigger on, you know, uh, help. Here's why I say that. They should have ended the show a lot sooner, probably. And I bet in hindsight they would agree. Because as you read through this journey, as it's laid out in the Hollywood Reporter piece about Wendy Williams' departure, there's just so many flashing red lights going, this woman is not okay. And it's not that she needs to be like, you need to like run away from her. It's that you need to do right by her and by the hundred people that are putting this show together and frankly, the audience and all of the like tabloid speculation by making a decision and acting accordingly and sticking with it because i guarantee every one of them were like uh she is not able to do this show but she kept pushing them off and it's because i think she was not fully it is clear that i i don't know what it is right like you know how we're always like what's wrong with wendy right you're never going to know mm-hmm. it's not our business mm-hmm. people speculate in the piece um but at the end of the day 
I think it's okay to acknowledge this is not the same Wendy Williams and she is not capable of doing this show. And so to pretend otherwise is to just postpone the inevitable and to prolong the pain for Wendy and the hundred people putting the show on and her audience. Like it did nobody no favors to be like, and you hear one of the people in this story, one of the executives like, well, we just kept hoping for the best and like, we're going to get to this point and then we'll see what happens. And then she gets COVID. So then we got another two week breather where we can figure out what's going on. And it's like, no, you you literally now are just bleeding audience and nobody and certainly Wendy Williams is I mean, it's clear she can't do the show. Mm-hmm. So like pretending that she's going to be able to. Well, and you know what's so weird about it is we're still sort of in a phase like that with Wendy, where whenever we see her speak, we're like. I don't think she's going to be able to host a podcast, but they're still saying she's going to host a podcast, Yeah, but there's no plan for it. So we're back in the same cycle. The guy that is making the podcast happen again is like her former maybe boyfriend who also was a jeweler to the stars. Mm -hmm. Like, and he's like, I don't have any financial interest. I just want Wendy to be okay. And I want to do right by her. And I'm like, well, I don't think you are because you're making people believe she's going to do something that she's like, again, what, what is Wendy known for? Like, what's her, like, what's her personality? Uh, she's all about the Hollywood gossip. Uh, she's about the Hollywood gossip, but she's she, also about just telling it like oh, it is. Oh, yes. How you doing? So, how you doing, right? Like, she has made enemies. They point this out in the piece. Wendy Williams has made enemies in Hollywood, and celebrities didn't want to co-host this show mm-hmm. while she was gone because they were like, I don't want any part of this, and I don't want any part of her because I'm not a fan of her. Not all celebrities, certainly, but, like, she had made a name for herself of, you know, like speaking truth to power of just, you know, telling it like it is quote unquote. And to do anything other than that to Wendy herself seems a little unfair to her. Right. Right. Like to just string her along. She's clearly got, she has needs medically and otherwise like people I think are doing this weird dance where they're like, she she has like substance abuse issues. We can't talk about it. It's like, no, if you have substance abuse issues, we all should be talking about it and not just like looking the other way uncomfortably like there's nothing we can do. Well, you know, and I think you sort of said this earlier. We're never going to know what and it might not be one thing. There's a lot clearly going on. There are things we know, right? We know she has had addiction problems. We know. Yeah, I mean, they they tell uh, there's an anecdote in the story where people are like, yeah, they were finding bottles of booze like in in ceiling tiles throughout, you know, the studio. Again, I, I mean, I don't want to like sort of like I, I and I'm glad because I don't think the article sort of makes this like a salacious tale. Mm-hmm. It really goes to pains to try to not jump to conclusions. But like, again, how much more evidence do you need? She cannot do this show in a way that is uh, that honors her much less like the fans, much less advertisers who like, let's be clear at the end of the day, again, if Amy and Dan were at our doorstep, it's because there's like advertisers down the street going, uh, we're giving you guys a lot of money um, to make a product and you're not doing it. And it's been a year. Right. When a per- when, when a number of different entities rely on one person, they do deserve to have some sort of roadmap and they were not giving one. And in fact, not only were they not giving one, they kept on 
delaying any answer. What's frustrating, though, is that they kept acting like they were waiting for Wendy. Like, come on, Wendy, you need to tell us if you're going to do this or not. And she's like, I'm doing it. We're doing it. Well, okay. The reason she's saying that is because she's she thinks she can. Right. By all but somebody accounts, else needs to make the call. She can't. Yeah. Because otherwise she would be showing up for mm-hmm. work. Like at, at, at one point in this piece in The Hollywood Reporter about Wendy Williams' departure, the guy's like, we we kept giving her the opportunity, like go to a doctor and have them say you're going to be fine and you can do the show. And they were like, we know Wendy Williams. She wants to do this show more than anything in the whole wide world. So if there was a way for her to get back on the air she would like if there was a letter that and in this case they were like give us a letter they were like if that letter existed meaning you can go back to work letter she would have provided that because this is the thing she wants to do it's not like wendy was just sitting around you know like being lazy or wanting to just like make money and not show up for work that's not what this is about it's clear that she just can't and the people around her I don't know who those are, but you can kind of get a sense from this piece are not serving her at all. So who was it who made the final choice? Well, I think it was the studio yeah. or the, the Denmark Mercury. They had to because they've got advertisers and they were like, I mean, it's been a year. We we have to move forward. Ugh. And they didn't want to. Nobody wanted to. Um, and then they talk about how difficult, you know, and again, you can bu- you can buy it or not buy it. And I'm not telling people what to believe. But if you believe the article, you will believe that like everybody involved was just just felt, you know, weird and gross about the mm. whole thing. But they had they felt like. They had no other choice. Now, I'm not saying this is the full account of this story, but it certainly peels back the curtain in a way that I think will do two things. One, interest you because it's a fascinating narrative. But two, it will just make us all feel like we we could there is no mystery here. Right. Everything you saw and felt like, oh, I'm uncomfortable with this. Mm -hmm. You should have saw and felt. The emperor definitely had no clothes. Yeah, exactly. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is fully clothed and she is going to give us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts has all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Halls. Hi, Holly. Hi, let's talk about British Vogue. Their September issue features Linda Evangelista on the cover. What's she up to? Well, she spent spent six years in hiding after a botched procedure. Oh, that's right. Left her face, what she says is permanently deformed and brutally disfigured. But she's back at modeling and the photos look fantastic. And she did admit that they had to take back her face to take these photographs. They had to take back her T- face? Tape it. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> take I back need to know face. more about that. Uh, yeah, uh, so Linda Evangelista talking about these photos. She said, for the photos, we're here to create fantasies. We're creating dreams. And I think it's allowed of, you know, doing these kinds yeah. of uh, mm-hmm. modifications and illusions. She said, all my insecurities are taken care of in these pictures. So I got to do what I love to Aww. do. So she's back modeling, and they're fantastic. She's yeah, got she hats looks and absolutely no, she does gorgeous, look beautiful. Yeah, God. yeah, hats, scarves, the whole thing. I mean, it is, look, Linda Evangelista was a supermodel, is a supermodel yeah. for a reason. It, just, but the, but I love what she said about like I got to do the thing I loved. Yeah, like it, this was about her. 
I can understand how at first blush you might think, oh, you know, body modification, like modifying her look again. But this was this is what she's known for. And it's that it was her career and it got taken away from her or rather it it became not a possibility any longer Mm -hmm. because of this botched uh, thing she had. So I just love that she uh, got to feel good and got to look like we're all used to her looking like. Yeah, so go check it out. British Vogue, Linda Evangelista. Let's move back stateside for some hot gossip courtesy of John and Kate Gosselin. What? What? Yes. So, What are these two yahoos up to? Again. Oh, again. At each other's throats, no doubt. John Gosselin, oh my goodness, has some serious accusations against his ex-wife, Kate, saying that she stole $100,000 from their kids. Oh, my God. That is raiding the piggy bank to a degree most parents can't relate to. Yes, that is robbing Peter to pay herself, allegedly, supposedly. Mm. John, according to legal documents obtained by The Sun, Kate Gosselin admitted to making two separate withdrawals of $50,000 from two of her kids' trust funds, allegedly saying that it was to survive. Now, these court filings were all the way back in 2019, but John Gosselin is making us aware of these things now, going to the sun and saying that it's disgusting and morally wrong. Mm. I mean, it really is, well, you he, know, He must have evidence. I mean, they've got to have evidence of that in order for there well, to be... She admitted to it. Yeah. She said that she did that to meet her and her children's expenses. Ended up purchasing a home in North Carolina back in 2019. I don't really know what Kate Gosselin's up to these days. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think she's exhausted. She's trying to do something. She's exhausted all of her possibilities. I feel like she tried to do another reality show. She did Dancing with the Stars poorly. Um, Yeah. And I think you're right. Like, she had really long hair recently. And (laughs) no, because that's. What was she trying to do, though? You're right, Bradley. Uh, Kate Gosselin spotted out and about in North Carolina heading to the gym. Oh, working out. Now, uh, the sex tuplets turned 18 years old on May 10th. I can't even. Yeah. Time passes. Well, now That's they're all wild. adults. Uh-huh. Uh, she's a nurse, by the way. Hmm. Oh, yeah, right. she currently is a nurse in uh, Troutman, uh, North Carolina. She earned a multi-state license. There you go. There you go. Uh, Over in the world of a Hollywood business, rather athletic business, to prove the fact that sports really fuel a lot of our entertainment, the Big Ten has reached a deal uh, with the big networks for a billion dollars a year for the rights to cover the Big Ten conference. Which includes our very own University of Minnesota Golden Mm -hmm. Gophers. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, look... Sports are expensive, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sports are expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's so. true. People love it. No, I was People listening to sports. I was listening to a podcast last week. I think it was last week. They were talking about just the economics mm-hmm. of streaming services paying for like sports franchises and how that's kind of a losing, um, a losing, uh, I don't want to say strategy, but like uh, industry, like uh, over time. They're making less and less money off of it, even though it's becoming more and more expensive. Yeah, your Thursday night football is going to be an Amazon Prime exclusive this season. So good luck to you. Good to But know. there's also Monday night football, Sunday night football. There's so many days of yeah, football. There's college You're football fine. on Saturday. You're going to be okay. Uh, you, there's not a day without football. When's the pickleball? 
That's just coming whenever soon. you're yeah. ready to play. That's when you get your pickleball. Uh, when we come back, thank you, Holly, thank for that you. dirt alert. When we come back, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items after this on My Talk 1071. Mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trader. Hey, and we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We try to solve them in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. The former late night actors legal team are making things difficult with the reality family about releases for his appearance and fee. At this point, despite hundreds of hours of footage, they would only be able to use public domain footage that they buy from a paparazzi agency or from red carpets. Wow. Pete Davidson and the Kardashians. And stay tuned. I love that. For more on this. Yeah. So Pete Davidson's legal team are making things difficult with the Kardashians about releases for his appearance and also his fee. Because at this point, despite hundreds of hours of footage for season two of the Kardashians, the Kardashians would only be able to use public domain footage they buy from a paparazzi agency or from red carpets, etc. So they're getting their stuff from Getty Images. Wow. Yeah, uh, and we'll be talking about this in the next segment. There is further, I mean, this this just goes completely uh, right along with uh, some silly tabloid reporting that will make it clear Pete Davidson is not to be messed with. And I would say keep your eyes peeled for his future trajectory. I love it. He's a Blinded by the item. Intelligent celebrities. Intelligent. Uh, Let's move on to our next mystery. This foreign-born three-name actress is not engaged. And the new piece of jewelry didn't even come from the offspring identified as her boyfriend. Oh. Three-named... Millie Bobby Brown. Oh. Yeah, isn't... What was the rumor we just... Anyway, fill in the blanks. Sorry. (laughs) And it's John Bon Jovi's son, whose name I can't remember. It's Bon Jovi, which is... Bon Jovi. Yes. Uh, so Millie Bobby Brown is not engaged to the offspring of John Bon Jovi. And that new piece of jewelry she's wearing didn't even come from him. Mm. I haven't even seen that rumor. There's some other. She has been the object of some gossip recently, and I can't it's remember. It's because she's enrolled in college in uh, Indiana. Oh. Um. Is that what you're talking about? I don't that's know. What's... That doesn't sound familiar, oh, okay. but I'm not. I'm not uh, questioning it that because I don't know that story. That's been the headline. Um, oh, she. Oh, she, this week, Purdue. Yeah, she's enrolled in. But Purdue. But she's going to Purdue. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to remember what her uh, career, like what her major. It's like human services or something. Okay. Which yes. I was like, for her. or humans? Yeah, human services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's not what probably people expected from actress Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she tells Allure magazine that she's studying human services where, quote, you learn about the system and how to help young people. Good for her. Mm-hmm. But she's not engaged. I, I, had not, I hadn't even seen that uh, gossip. Oh, so. yeah, it's second tier gossip because she's wearing a piece of jewelry. Mm, of course. Yeah, that's fine. about it's it. It's fine. You focus on your studies, Millie Bobby Brown. There's yes. plenty of time to get engaged Expand later. your horizons. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
This illiterate celebrity offspring of A-listers waited just a couple of days to push back against the blind that his wife bought his car. <laughs> she did. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So obvious. Mm. Yeah. So Brooklyn Beckham waited just a couple of days to push back against that blind that his wife bought his million dollar McLaren car. But she did. I mean, he took the name of his billionaire in-laws. I mean, okay, also the name of his wife. But let's be clear. He also calls himself a chef. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying he might not be the most. He's a uh, talented, fabulous. He inflates the truth. But he just may, or he may be his sense of the world around him is a little skewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. Bless his heart. Bless his heart and his million dollar sports car. That's nice. Let's solve this next celebrity gossip mystery. There's a grand jury investigation involving this former children's show producer. Oh, is it the feet guy from Nickelodeon? Dan Schneider. Yes. I bet that, that some of that has been prompted by that book. Mm-hmm. That that one, I gotta, what's, I gotta know her name. Cause I gotta read that book. Um, the one where she's like, I'm glad my mom's yeah, dead. Yeah, her name is Jeanette McCurdy. And the name of the book is I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yeah. Uh, and in the book, I mean, she does not pull any punches. Yeah. She tells all the dirty details about what it was like to work on iCarly and Sam and Cat, which are um, big Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there is a grand jury investigation involving... Former children's show producer Dan Schneider, who was big at Nickelodeon and was the producer on those shows. Just quietly disappeared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where did I see this headline? Something, I think maybe it was actually from her book that he basically was relegated to uh, an office in the basement. Mm. Literally. Yeah. She, and this is the other thing is because we talked about it at the time. I remember distinctly. Yeah. uh, I think a lot of people will sort of talk around. Dan Schneider, but they don't. Well, yeah, because nothing has ever been like, it's not like he's been charged with anything. So right. I imagine a lot of people want to keep their, you know, keep their powder dry. Right. She, but she, she drops names. She mm. says stuff in this book. I'm here for it. Yeah. Mm. And there was a PR rehabilitation piece about Dan Schneider last year in the New York Times. Oh, yeah. He was like on, in front of a tree. Yes. I do remember. Mm-hmm. That worked. Have fun with that, Dan Schneider. Um, looking for some toes. Said it. I said it. What? I mean, I'm here for people with their foot fetishes. Oh, yeah. That's fine. But like, uh, but he, like child feet. No, I'm. What I was gonna say uh, no, is, I but know. he took it to a, a place where it was just vile and uncomfortable. I just didn't want people to think we had, you know. Oh, we're not judging foot yeah. stuff. Yeah. We're no. judging him yep. mm-hmm. for his child foot mm-hmm. stuff. We got to revisit a blind item that has been revealed and that we guessed incorrectly. Oh, no. Oh, it, fun. It happens on I love that. Correction Corner. Yeah. So let's go to Blind Item Correction Corner with this blind item we read about a week ago. 
This permanent A-list actor is one of the greatest of all time. He also has a list of every celebrity and actress he has slept mm. with the past 60 years mm. and is long enough for a book on its own. But it doesn't include fans and non-famous people, mm-hmm. but it also includes hundreds of photos naked and close to naked. <laughs> it is going to be a coffee table book for the ages, which will be sold in very limited quantities. So we thought it was Harrison Ford, right? Mm-hmm. It's not Harrison it's Ford. Not. Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. That's a great guess, though. Didn't I feel like we guessed that, or he was another blind item? One of the guesses you guys had for this blind item was actually correct. Tom Hanks. <gasps> oh. kind of hilarious. I know, right? And gross. Oh, I'm trying to remember who else we guessed. Uh... <laughs> Contemporary of Harrison Ford? Mm, a little older. Okay. Al Pacino, Colleen's favorite. Mm. Robert De Niro, also Colleen's favorite. No, she's about to ding it. Okay. Oh, God, okay. I thought we were getting a ding. I know, I did too. Okay. Um, Joe Pesci. Stop it. May he rest in peace. He's not dead. Oh, is he alive? Oh, my God. Oh, please. Oh, please. Do not act outraged at all. Uh, Is he still working? Is he currently employed? No. Joe Pesci? No, 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 no. The person who this really is. No, No, he's not working. So it's not Steve Martin. Oh, thank God. Uh, Um... Can you narrow it down for us? Like what? What world? What genre? Uh, like action hero? Uh, not quite a hero. He was a well. He's oh. done it all. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Sylvester Stallone. That was so good. That was a great guess. That was a really good guess. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone has a porn readily in, uh, available That's for true. you to watch. That's true. It's like the Italian. I've never uh, seen it. Is it? No. No, no, no. Forget it. Who? No. Chevy it's Chase? not that person. I was going to say Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, that. No, we we wouldn't do that. No, no I no, know. No. That's why I was yeah. going to not say it. Yeah, no. But, but then I said it. Yeah, right, I you thought guys the same said thing. this name before. I'm trying to think Oh, of, we actually did yeah, say it. Okay, you so... guessed it, but we didn't identify it as the correct guess at the time. <sighs> mm, see, A little now, older than remember. Harrison Ford. Yeah, because Harrison Ford is 80, and this person is also in their 80s. Okay. Is okay. it like... Oof. Somebody now, do we know them to be a very sexy person? Like um, and by sex e I mean like sex heavy. They like talking about it, hinting well, at it. I think they have a reputation it. for participating in lots of sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Warren Beatty? There you go. Oh, that's a really good one. Not uh, it. Darn it. Okay. Not Warren Beatty. But a contemporary of Warren Beatty. Even appeared in one of Warren Beatty's movies. We just got Dustin a tweet. Hoffman. We didn't guess that. No. What, what was the tweet? Um, it's not opening. Here we go. Robert uh, Redford. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, we birthday. did guess this one. Oh, Panda yeah. Jack Nicholson. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Panda. Ick. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Jack Nicholson. No, my worst. Don't like Jack it. Nicholson we might impression. get a coffee table book of all yeah. of nope. Jack I Nicholson's sex. celebrity sex partners. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No thanks. I, you know, I kind of, I don't know. 
I'm sad. Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Do you think he said that when he took his pants okay. down? Okay. Oh, we- oh, yes. Are you offended, ma'am? Are you offended? Did you truth. listen to yesterday's truth? I can't truth? handle the truth. Do you also think that when he was in the bedroom, he said, where does he get these wonderful toys? <laughs> when we return. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? On the Colleen and Bradley show. We are going to get the Cobra gang together because we have to revisit that blind item having to do with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, boy, we love to talk about publicationships on the Colleen and Bradley mm. show. This one requires a little uh, mystery solving. Let's get the Cobra gang together. Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra gang. Davidson. Yes, we are talking about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's untimely separation, the end of their publicationship. You know, I think this story I came across from page six lends credibility to the idea, this theory that we have now uh, been running with, I think, on the show, that Pete, and thanks in part, I think, to a a keen-eyed-eared listener who also agreed with this statement, that Pete dumped Kim, and it was pretty unexpected. Mm. So what's the latest that confirms this uh, hunch? So the story from page six is that Pete Davidson will barely appear on the Kardashians. And Mm. this is an exclusive purporting to tell us that you shouldn't be fooled by Hulu season two trailer where Pete Davidson is shown in the trailer entitling you to believe that he's going to be in the season. Mm -hmm. Sources tell page six he's barely in the show. I mean, he's in the background, but the reality world, you know, it's not built for people like Pete. Oh, I want to dig a little bit deeper in that statement. Thank you. Okay, so why does that statement alone lend credibility to the idea do you think uh-huh and i'll tell you what i think but we'll probably think the same thing that uh pete davidson was perhaps the uh perpetrator in the ending of this publicationship well that just i mean <laughs> this that quote alone just sounded like some real backhanded shade coming oh. from a kardashian mm-hmm. like oh he just wasn't cut out for this Thank no, that's you. just shade voice. Like, yeah. Ooh. I know you thought it was a ghost. It's not. It's a shady ghost. Yeah. Um, but that just, <laughs> I mean, that just sounded, that reeked of Kardashian shade. Yeah. Also, like, you just don't feel like Pete's people are like, can you just put something out that shows he's not really in the seat? No. Right. The only person with a vested interest in, like, uh, Shaden Pete Davidson at this point would be someone not Pete Davidson. Oh, who else would it be? Chris uh, Jenner mm-hmm. LLC, mm-hmm. or or maybe Kim. I don't know. But here, but what I do know is it, what goes on in this story is like them being like, yeah, he kind of shows up a little bit. But essentially, the uh, the premise or the the reason I say this lends credibility to this theory, as you have already pointed out, is that. Um, if Kim Kardashian or Kris Jenner's behind getting you to think he's not going to show up in the season, mm-hmm. it's because there's a reason he's not going to show up in the season and they need to have 
like a storyline behind why, because they've already promised you that he's going to be in the season. Right. AKA the trailer. So, so this what is called prompts- damage control. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. a much easier way of putting it. Yeah. It's damage control for why he's not going to all of a sudden show up because the episodes haven't been produced yet. I'm sure. I mean, they have all the footage and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. But like they now need to walk back expectations that Pete's going to be in this thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that Holly's blind item earlier today further exacerbates that notion, right? Uh, yes. Can we revisit that blind item, please? Blinded by the item. Of course we can revisit that blind item. It goes like this. I'm going to fill in the blank for you. Pete Davidson's legal team are making things difficult with the Kardashians about the releases for his appearance and fee. And at this point, despite hundreds of hours of footage, the second season of the Kardashians on Hulu would only be able to use public domain footage oh. that they buy from a paparazzi and, agency. And can I ask a question, Colleen? Yeah, please. If you, What was the words they used about uh, their breakup? Uh... Roughly, uh, I mean, uh, vaguely. Uh, I don't remember. They're best of friends. Oh, yeah, they yeah, still yeah. love each yes. other. It's just the distance between it's, them. It was it, really hard with their schedule. They time together. Okay, if that's true, mm-hmm. explain that blind item. Uh, Why would Pete make it difficult for them to have footage? So that's the thing about... Th- see, this is the part where I think... There is so much more to this story that we will never know because that is that's like something there's bad blood. If he if they are if his if he's sicked sicked his legal team on the Kardashians and he's because because the beginning of that blind item was I mean, truly, the beginning of that blind item was that they're giving uh, the Kardashians a hard time with the releases. He'd already signed a release. Yeah. Again, this just all proves that clearly yes. this was not a, a mutual experience. Mm-mm. And based on the the story I just read you from page six and based on the blind item that Holly just dropped, it, you can reasonably surmise that perhaps this wasn't copacetic. And if it wasn't copacetic, and we're getting stories like this, that it was Pete who was on the, the you know, because, because Pete, and it, it just stands to reason. Flames? That Pete, flames. <laughs> it stands to reason that Pete would be behind this because Pete is not, at, like, he is not Kris Jenner. Right. He didn't want, he wanted out of the, the mm-hmm. relationship for whatever reason. I'm just spitballing, but assume he wanted out of the relationship. Something happened. It blew up and he was like, I'm out and fat chance getting, you know, me and your dumb show for the next season. And Kim's like, in all the stories we've seen about Kim following have been about like, you know, um, they have been to protect Kim. They have been, you know, positive towards Kim. Yes. Like everything sounds like and like everything out of them is that everything's fine. They are great. Nothing's coming from him. And in fact, I. I just listen. They done messed up because they thought they could control Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. I'm on team Pete right now. Keep going, buddy. Tell us everything. I want that special. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to tell you about an article from the guardian that a listener sent us all about paparazzis. And basically the whole article is team Cobra is 